Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever edition of Sideline Talk with your host, Cody. This is a new podcast that I will start, I'm going to start doing. Let um, me talk about a little bit of everything in sports, basketball, football, baseball, you know, giving my, my takes on some, you know, some headline news, breaking down some games, a um, little bit of everything that has to do with sports, you know, I'll have a, an opinion on it, so I'll go ahead and try to make a podcast as much as I can on some of the burning topics. But since, you know, the NFL draft is literally on Thursday, I thought what a great way to kick off the first ever episode with mock draft. My mock draft, I've made a couple, uh, but this one's my final one, not including any trades. Um, you know, go through one through going through the first round, pick one through 32, kind of give my opinion on what I think the team is going to do, not necessarily on what I would do if I was the team. So without further ado, let's kick it off on the clock. The first overall pick is the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this has been, since the Bengals have found out they're going to be the number one pick, I think everybody in the world has had this player mocked to them since the beginning, and it's nobody else but the quarterback out of LSU, Joe Burrow going to the Cincinnati Bengals, walking into a pretty good situation there. Got some good receivers. Got Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, John Ross. Um, Pretty decent offense line. They get their first-round pick for, I believe, last year. Uh, His name is escaping me, the tackle from Alabama. I want to, you know, they have a great running back in Joe Mixon. Uh, Pretty decent defense, you know, feasible. You know, they got... uh, Geno Atkins in the middle, got Carlos Dunlap. So this going to a pretty good situation. And kind of like the team he played at, at LSU, had some great receivers, Jamal Chase, Justin Jefferson, had some pretty good running backs with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, had a decent defense. So, you know, pretty interesting how he he's going to work there, replace Andy Dalton, you know. So I think he walks into a really good situation. Number two is the Washington Redskins. There's some talk to him I go here, but I just think it's smoke and mirrors. This could be a potential trade-up spot as well. You know, Washington's kind of, you know, iffy on the offensive side of the ball. Dwayne Haskins, is he their franchise quarterback? Not sure. Got a plethora of running backs on the team. Uh, Bryce Love from last year. Uh, guys from LSU a couple years ago, you know, AP, you know, so it's kind of a they're kind of a weirdly built team, you know, Ron Rivera coming in, switching from a 3-4 to a 4-3 defensively. Uh, I, me personally, I think their pass rush is low-key kind of underrated. They got Ryan Kerrigan, a good power rusher. They got uh, Montez Sweat they got last year, really good speed coming off the edge. Got Jonathan Allen, Dewan Payne, you know, some Alabama guys. But in this situation, if I'm them, I'm not taking Tua. I'm not taking Justin Herbert. I'm taking best player available. I'm taking Chase Young out of Ohio State. In some opinions, I even in my opinion, the best overall player in this draft. You know, not as polished as a Nick or Joey Bosa coming out of Ohio State, uh, but he's still a really dominant player. Um, you know, watching his tape, you know, I think a, a floor for him is like a Jadavion Clowney. You know, great run stopper, you know, might not, you know, get the sacks that you'd like at a dominant pass rusher. Now, this is the lowest I do think he'll be a 
more of a better pass rusher than a Jadavion Clowney, but even at the floor of getting a Jadavion Clowney is still really good. Number three, Detroit Lions. This is definitely, to me, a trade-down spot for sure. You know, for either Miami or, you know, the the uh, L.A. Chargers to come up to get a quarterback, in my opinion. But since I'm not doing any trades, you know, the player they're going to get even when they do trade down is Jeffrey Okuda, cornerback out of Ohio State. Reminds me a lot of a Jalen Ramsey, you know, matched up with some of the best receivers in the Big Ten. You know, the way he played against T. Higgins in the, the semifinals and against Clemson, he pretty much eliminated him every time he guarded him. Um, you know, doesn't get a lot of pass interference calls. You know, they don't call him as as much in college football as they do in the NFL, but it's still a good thing. You see really great man-to-man uh, corner. He's going to really fit well with what Matt Patricia likes to do in that defense. They're kind of a man, multiple defense, man-to-man. They got, they got rid of Darius Slay, so they got to replace him. They did sign Desmond Trufant, but you know, you can never have too many in the passing league that we're in today. You can never have too many corners. Number four now, the New York football giants. If I was Dave Gettleman right now, I'm taking, I'm not even looking. I'm taking Isaiah Simmons, but I don't think that he's necessarily going to do that. He's a, he's kind of the, <clears throat> likes to build in the interior out. You know, he, he loves his defensive tackles, you know, nose tackles, you know, Tomlinson, Dexter Lawrence, BJ Hill. You know, so could Derrick Brown possibly be a possibility here at number four? I think he's not really. I'm taking I'm giving them Makai Becton, offensive tackle out of Louisville, a big physical specimen. Guy is huge, uh, the biggest tackle in the draft. Pretty athletic for a guy his size. Uh, he's played a little right and left tackle at, at – uh, at Louisville, trying to protect Daniel Jones. Now, he's kind of had some question marks in pass protection, which you really don't like to see out of a top offensive tackle coming in. You know, so that's kind of going to be a question mark coming in, but that's who I necessarily would give him Isaiah Simmons if I was in their GM spot, but oh, so they're taking Makai Becton. Number five, Miami Dolphins. You've heard it for years, you know, coming into this year, tank. For Tua, you know, got to fit the overall pick. If I'm them, I'm taking Herbert, but it just seems like it, there's no other person here. Um, definitely see them even even thinking about trading up to try to get Tua so a Chargers don't jump ahead of them and get him. But I'm taking Tua Tagovailoa here, going to Miami. And... With the injury concerns, I necessarily don't think he has to start day one. I mean, you you draft a quarterback high, of course you want him to start day one, but they got Fitzmagic over there, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who stepped in. I mean, he's not going to, you know, win you a Super Bowl, but, you know, he can help bridge the gap between him and Tua Tagovailoa. You even got Josh Rosen, who you traded for. You know, he's kind of been all over the place. My question mark is... Their offense line, they have, I, in my opinion, the worst offense line in in the NFL. You know, with Tua's injury concerns, I don't know how much, you know, how healthy he can stay with that offense line. But they have a lot of other picks in this draft. So I definitely look to, you know, them beefing up that offense line. Now, number six, the LA Chargers, probably the one of the most talented rosters here in the top 10, in my opinion. You know, they got 
one of the best pass rushers, I think, in the game, Joey Bosa. Melvin Ingram, a, definitely a top 15 pass rusher in the league. Uh, you know, they signed Leonval Joseph uh, from Minnesota, a big run stuffer in the middle. Their defense is solid. Dewan James, you know, Casey Hayward, uh, Chris Harris. They got Keenan Allen, ben, uh, Travis Benjamin, you know, Mike Williams, uh, you know, Austin Eckler at the running back position. They're pretty much set. They're only missing piece. Their offense line is questionable I could see them taking a tackle here as well but I necessarily don't see them week one trotting out a Tyrod Taylor and thinking yes this is my quarterback now there's still Cam Newton on the market there's still Jameis Winston I like Jameis Winston a little more than I like Cam Newton you know if I'm taking the healthier quarterback you know but here, in my opinion, what I think they're going to do, I think they're taking Justin Herbert out of out of Oregon, a big, strong guy. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a Josh Allen uh, a couple years ago going to Buffalo, you know, a guy who can sling it. Um, but he's a little more mobile than Josh Allen, I believe, you know, and with the receivers going with Keenan Allen, you know, like I was mentioning earlier. He's walking to almost as good as a situation as Joe Burrow is going into Cincinnati. Number seven, Carolina Panthers. Kind of a weird team. You know, they let go of, you know, let go of Cam Newton. They traded away Kyle Allen. It was kind of in the whole rebuild. They just signed Christian McCaffrey to a mega deal. I think he's getting $16 million per year, you know. They need some interior defensive linemen. They need some corners. They need some linebackers. To me, I'm giving them Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. They lost Luke Keekley. This guy, to me, is a versatile guy. You can play him at safety. You can play him at nickel corner. Put him. Now, he's not necessarily going to be a Luke Keekley as far as the fact that he's not going to be so productive right off the gate in run defense he's kind of on the tweener side kind of reminds me of a Deion Jones you know in Atlanta uh kind of a guy who's gonna cover he's gonna cover your tight ends he's gonna you know cover some backs out of the backfield but he's gonna he's not gonna he's gonna have a hard time getting off blocks in the run game so you know it's kind of but he's super athletic ran a I want to see a 439 at the combine crazy speed uh pair him up with Shaq Thompson I haven't heard a lot of people compare the two players. I remember coming out when Shaq uh, Thompson came out of Washington. They were even talking about he was a linebacker, even talking about him playing running back. You know, they didn't know what position to use him. Now, I think he's more athletic than Thompson was coming out, but they're kind of like the exact same players. So my biggest issue is just they got to – I think they need maybe – you know, go out maybe in the later rounds, get a, a run stuffing back, run, a linebacker because there's some good running backs in the NFC South. Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, uh, Ronald Jones is a decent back in, you know, Tampa, you know, so give him that. Number eight uh, for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, you know, they took Kyler Murray last year, had a phenomenal season. They fleeced the Texans for DeAndre Hopkins, which. I still don't, I don't even know what Houston was thinking. Houston, you definitely have a problem. But here, I'm going to go ahead and give them an athletic tackle. They like to throw screens. They want to get your blockers out in space. Tristan Wirfs, 
out of Iowa, uh, ran the fastest 40 out of any tackle in, in this combine. You know, he's very athletic, you know, had some of the best vertical jump. He's going to really help that offensive line out, give him some athleticism, and help protect their franchise quarterback in Kyler Murray. Number nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars, another weird team. I could see them possibly trading up or possibly trading back into the first round again. I think they have one more pick in the first round, but, you know, they <laughs> Yannick and Glockway really is desperately trying to get out of there. So maybe package him and maybe this pick to go up, maybe to get a Chase Young to replace him. You know, you need to be be able to get after the quarterback in this NFL, so possibly. But here, with no trades, number nine, uh... You know, they could use a little bit of position. Not sure if Gonro Mitchell is their guy, but there's no quarterback worth taking here. Uh, defense line is a problem. Um, they lost Clayus Campbell. They they pretty much just gave him to Baltimore at this rate. They need a corner. They need some safeties. Um, could use a receiver here. Could a receiver go here? Not necessarily. You know, they did let go of Marquise Lee, but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give them the – uh, interior defense lineman Derek Thomas or Derek Brown, I'm sorry, from Auburn, a great pocket pusher. Uh, he's necessarily not my number one defensive tackle in this draft. I prefer Javon uh, Javon Kinlaw over him just because I value pass rush more than run stuffing ability and pushing the pocket. Uh, don't look for him to be a 10, 10 sack guy or even a six sack guy, to be honest. He's going to be a great. He's going to be an elite run defender as soon as he hits the field. Elite run defender. But pass rush is not necessarily going to be his forte. Um, does he have the ability to become a great pass rusher? Definitely. Uh, he has the size. He has the strength. But I look at him as a dominant run stuffer. And when you play the Titans twice a year with Derrick Henry, you have to be able to stop the run. Number 10, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know... They need some offense tackle. They signed Jack Coughlin from the Tennessee Titans. They got OBJ. They got Jarvis Landry. Got Nick Chubb, Baker. You know, this. Um, they could go tackle. They could go safety. You know, there's talks that you know they might be trying to trade OG, OBJ. I feel like every team, every. It seems like every year OBJ is on the trade block, you know, poor guy, you know. Um, but here you need to protect Baker. You need to, uh, you know, build this offense. They've got Austin Hooper. You know, they need to protect Baker. He was on his back a lot this past season. Um, I'm they, To me, they get the best offensive tackle here in Jedrick Wheels out of Alabama, you know, to protect uh, – Baker Mayfield, I think that's a dream scenario for them. They had that or Andrew Thomas, two great tackles. This this tackle class is phenomenal, you know. So they get they get they get a great pick over there with Jedrick Will to help protect Baker Mayfield. Uh, next number eleven, the New York Football Giants. This is a tough one for me. Do they protect Sam Donald or do they give him a weapon? Robbie Anderson, um, is no longer there. Uh, you know, but they they need to protect him. You know, they got you know got Le'Veon Bell, 
you know, so do they take a top receiver here, like a Henry Rugg, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, or do they take Andrew Thomas, one of the best offensive tackles in most players and most uh, people's uh, draft boards? If I'm them, I'm taking Andrew Thomas, and I think they will too. Andrew Thomas out of Georgia, you know, the way he protected Jake Fromm, you know, help with that run game. You know, the way he silenced a pass rusher like a Calavon Chase on, you know, in the in the SEC championship game. You know, he's a really good good football player. You know, he's I think he has one of the brightest features out of all the tackles, him and Tristan Wurfs to me. Uh but you know, they gotta protect Sam Darnold, their franchise quarterback. Number twelve, the Oak the Las Vegas Raiders, gotta get used to saying that. This is a dream scenario for them as well. You know, at 12, they have all the pickings of the receivers they want, all the top receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, and they need a cornerback. The second-best corner, in my opinion, C.J. Henderson going here, but I don't think they go corner. I think they can address it later in the draft. This is, Both of those positions are really deep in this draft, but I'm giving them Jerry Judy out of Alabama. You know, they had one Alabama receiver over there, Mari Cooper. Let's give them another one. Hopefully this one works out better for them. You know, helps out Derek Carr, who we're not sure if he's really the franchise guy over there. There's some talks that, you know, they have another first-round pick. Could they address it later in the draft? I'm not sure. But, you know, they got to give him support. You know, so there you go. Giving them Jerry Judy going to Oakland. Now, San Francisco 49ers. This one to me is pretty easy. They lost Emmanuel Sanders. You know, to me, giving him, I feel like Henry Ruggs, to me, just screams this offense. They got Debo Sanders, you know, Marquise Goodwin. He's a better Marquise Goodwin to me. Just add some speed to this offense. Easy pick for me, Henry Ruggs going to, Henry Ruggs the third going to San Fran. Number 14. The Tampa Bay Bucks, what an offseason for them. Getting Tom Brady, you know, then now today just getting Rob Gronkowski. It's crazy to me just how this this season, this is how this team is transformed overnight. Uh, to me, um, this pick for me, you know, not as easy for them you know they need to protect you know they need to protect Tom Brady uh DeMar Dotson's not going to be the solution there I'll tell you that now but all the best tackles are off the board uh, they could use safety but is Xavier McKinney or uh Grant Delpit really the spot this is kind of an early place to take them uh you know this is caught could possibly be a trade-up spot or trade-down spot. Trade-up to get one of the tackles, trade-down on one of the tackles. Aren't they require more picks? But for me, they take best player available. They're going to take my favorite player, who I hope falls to my team in a couple picks, but Javon Kinlaw going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Put him against next to Vita Veda. Vita Veda, sorry, give him, put him next to... You know, Nanaba Kinsu on the other side, you got, you know, uh, Shaq Barrett. You know, this, 
this team is looking like a Super Bowl contender as much as I don't like to say it since they're in my favorite team's division. So number 15, going to the Denver Broncos. This is another easy pick for me. Uh, kind of, actually, now that I'm looking at my board, they can go C.J. Henderson. They lost Chris Harris. Or they could go, but they did bring in A.J. Boye. But I still think they got, in my opinion, the best receiver in C.D. Lamb. Easy pickings. They rush this one in. Don't even take time. Boom. C.D. Lamb going to the Denver Broncos to help out Drew Locke, who I think is going to be a very good quarterback for them, going going with uh, uh, Cameron Sutton. Now, my favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. Number 16, I wish, you know, they would get Javal McKinley, Javal McKinley here. You know, there's talks that we even trade up, you know, to get maybe a Jeff Okuda, a C.J. Henderson. We need a cornerback. We lost Desmond Trufant. I think Edge is still a high priority for us. We brought in Dante Fowler, who I think is going to be really good for us. We have Tack McKinley, but I didn't like, I don't like him necessarily staying healthy, being a pass rusher. So we can either, to me, I'm torn between C.J. Henderson and Caleb on Chason. You know, I like Caleb on Chason a lot. You know, he's kind of a raw guy. Uh, you know, you can never have too many pass rushers. But C.J. Henderson, to me, is going to be the pick. I think that's what really they're going to do, if, unless they don't trade super, super high and get a Jeff Okuda, which there are some talks. But, you know, C.J. Henderson going. We need some pass defense. Isaiah Oliver hasn't been the question. Uh, Kendall Sheffield is a really good player, in my opinion. And then we, we have Lee Ray Wilson. I mean, come on. All right, now the Dallas Cowboys, one of my least my least favorite team. Could go corner. They could go, you know, safety here. Uh, but I think they go, unfortunately, take Caleb on Chase on one of my favorite players in this draft. Goes there. They lost Robert Quinn. They need somebody to go next to Demarcus Lawrence. Michael Bennett's no longer on that team. You know, I think it just makes sense him to take pass rusher they could possibly trade up to try to get cj henderson there's interest in them you know they can or maybe a christian fulton you know jeff gladney maybe later trade back okay the miami dolphins here at 18 back on the clock they took their quarterback in uh to a tiger vailoa you know here's kind of a weird situation for them here at 18 i you know, I give him Josh Jones, offense tackle out of Houston. Got to protect Tua, you know, at any cost. You know, I think he, he was one of the best graded on PFF out of the power, uh, non-power five. You know, I really like him. He's he's a, I think he's along those lines of those top uh, tackles earlier that we talked about. Uh, number 19, the Las Vegas Raiders back on the clock. They took the receiver already. Uh, they took uh, Jerry Judy. Now, here I could see possibly Jordan Love going. You know, I don't think Derek Carr is the right choice at quarterback. You know, I, I don't really feel like they think the same thing as well. You know, ever since he had that MVP-type season before he broke his leg, you know, when my boy Matty Ice won it, 
you know, it's kind of been downhill from there. Uh, but here, I'm giving them, I'm giving them Christian Fulton out of LSU, a good corner who's really going to fit in that Jeff Gruden defense. You know, they have him. Uh, you know, they had that other LSU quarterback, cornerback who I can't think of at the time. You know, both tall, lanky corners. Uh, you know, he's six foot, two hundred pounds. You know, he played really good at LSU, the second best DB behind Derek Stingley. That you know, in their defense, you know, I think it's a really good pick there. Could underdog pick is Jordan Love here as well. Number twenty, the Jacksonville Jaguars back on the clock. They took Derek Brown here. Uh, I see them taking a safety here. I'm taking giving them Xavier McKinney. They got to build that defense up. You know, this whole team is kind of, kind of, they're kind of in a rebuild right now, you know. So, you know, with that, with the conference, their division they're in, I think, you know, Xavier McKinney would be really good there. You know, even an underlying choice, maybe, maybe a Jeff Gladney gets taken there at corner. They do need some corners, you know. So that could be another pick, but I think they're going Xavier McKinney to me. A great run stopper. Got to play him in the box, though. Playing besides Melvin, uh, Miles Jack and uh, Telvin Smith. So pretty good there. Uh, number 21, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is an easy pick for them. Uh, Justin Jefferson at, LS, at out of LSU. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, big receiver, uh, 6'3", 192. You know, he's a he's great route runner. You know, he's smooth. Operated true route technician, you know. Um, has some great ball skills, you know. Uh, kind of reminds me of a Tyler Boyd a little bit, but they desperately need a receiver, you know. Sean Jackson is not necessarily always healthy. They lost Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Alshon Jefferson is kind of on the decline. Never, re- I don't think he's ever really been that true number one receiver. They thought he was coming out of Chicago. So they hope to get one here in Justin Jefferson. Uh, number 22 here, the Minnesota Vikings, one of their two first-round picks here. They need cornerbacks. They need receivers. They left stuff. They lost Stephon Diggs. Uh, they need corner here. I'm going Jeff Gladney here. I think he fits Mike Zimmer's type of defense. You know, he's got that got that dog mentality, the, the way he, you know, that Mike Zimmer loves his DBs. You know, he lost... Xavier Rhodes, and that's, man, what, talk about a nosedive of a career, man, was talked about as one of the top corners of the year, of the, you know, in the NFL, and then, boom, takes a, takes a nosedive to fall, (laughs) not even on the roster right now, so I think, oh, maybe I think he, think he signed with the Colts, I believe, but still, what a nosedive for him, 23, the New England Patriots, this team, to me, is so interesting. You know, there's talk, you know, they should tank next year for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. You know, they got Jared Stenham there, who some people, they say that they think he's a franchise quarterback. He wasn't even that good of a quarterback at Auburn. To me, you know, I'm... I'm taking Jordan Love out of Utah State, you know, 6'4", 223. 
He has that boomer bust mentality. He has he is the most boomer bust prospect out of anybody in this draft, hands down. People talk about him having the potential of a Patrick Mahomes. You know, if that's good, that's good for them. You know, this this team is rebuilding. You know, they're not going to win a Super Bowl next year. You know, unless maybe they sign a Cam or Jameis, which I don't think they will. But you know, he has the potential of being a top prospect. And even if he doesn't pan out, you got. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year, you know, but Jordan Love to me would would be really good in New England, you know, you know, he could be the next Patrick Mahomes, people say, he has, he's a gunslinger, you know, he did play in a bad team, a bad offense at Utah State, but I risk my case now, that 24, the New Orleans Aints uh, on the clock here. Uh, this is kind of an easy pick for me, or even for them, you know. Uh, I'd give them Patrick Queen here at LSU. They need a linebacker. It's between him and Kenneth Murray. You know, he's a good, rangy linebacker in a division that's got Julio, that's got Hunter uh, Hayden Hurst, who's got Rob Gronkowski now, who's got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know, receivers out the out the Yahoo, you need to be able to cover, pair him next to Dominique Davis. They have a very, very talented uh, linebacking core, which I don't like to say because I despise the Saints. Now at 25, here we go again. Minnesota Vikings, this is definitely a receiver to me or edge rusher. Um, you know, gross mottos here, I think, I think I'm, a, I think gross mottos out of Penn State um, a good, good physical, uh, pass rusher, 6'5", 264, and he's long, he's long, he has great leverage, uh, you know, he has great lengths, he kind of reminds me of a Carlos Dunlap, which, you know, he's a very decent starter, you know, uh, above average pass rusher, and, you know, I feel, feel like he fits good pairing him next to Daniel Hunter, they could use a receiver, but to me, this doesn't necessarily scream receiver in the first round. There's many, many good receivers you can get in the second round. To me, I think the most underrated one is Michael Pittman at SC. Is a little bit of a bias because I'm an SC guy, maybe. But even like a Lavishka Sconol, you know, you could trade up and possibly get him. You know, let's switch uh, Army Blade. So here we go again. Number 26, the Miami Dolphins. They got Tua. They got Josh Jones. You know. Give them to. I'm gonna go ahead and give them Grant Delpit safety out of uh, LSU, trying to replace Amika Fitzpatrick. Not necessarily as talented as Amika, but they're kind of the same. Both his zone kind of, you know, want a single high safety ball hog, kind of like an Earl Thomas. You know, I don't think he's gonna be as good as Earl Thomas or Amika Fitzpatrick, but you play him in that kind of role. You know, you could line up as a safety or as a, a nickel corner. Uh, to me, uh, he's a he's a, a really good a good fit there. You know, replace one uh, SEC uh, safety with another one uh, fits pretty good there. Um, now at twenty seven, the Seattle Seahawks they need interior uh, interior offensive linemen. They need a pass rusher. You know. One of my favorite prospects also is A.J. Epinesa, but he's more of a 3-4 scheme type of guy. I play him on the edge on first and second down, pass rushing downs, kick him inside. Don't necessarily need that. They have uh, Jerron Reed. 
I think this guy is going to go a little earlier than I necessarily would want to take him. But Cesar Ruiz, Cesar Ruiz, the center out of Michigan. You can he can play guard. He can play center. You got to protect Russell Wilson. Watching him against the Packers, just running for his life all season. You know. They need to protect him, and so Cesar Ruiz could play guard for them, could play center, you know, put him anywhere you want. You can possibly get, you know, Curtis Weaver maybe in the second round, you know, help with that pass rush, you know, because they don't have Javion County anymore. Uh, number 28, the Baltimore Ravens here. Uh, I think this is kind of an easy one as well. Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. They need some linebacker help. Uh, you know, they got Judon back, you know, but they need somebody in that middle of that defense. They really struggled with that. You saw against the Tennessee Titans. He's a great, he's really athletic. He's close to the same athleticism when it comes to Patrick Queen. Uh, but he's more of a, you know, run first type of linebacker. You know, he's going to kind of cut, he's going to struggle in coverage. But when you've got corners like Marlon Humphreys and, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Mark uh, Marcus Peters, you know, and you got Earl Thomas over top. Um, you don't really necessarily need him to cover as much. Uh, twenty nine. This is this is to me is an easy pick. AJ Epinesa out of Iowa. They they gave away Jarrell Casey for a seventh round pick to Denver. They replaced him with the same, if not better, uh, with AJ Epinesa, a guy like you know, like I was saying earlier, can. You know, play him on first and second down on the outside. Kick him inside. Um, pass rushing downs. He, to me, ha- is the most polished pass rusher. He has the most in his arsenal already. Uses his hands great. Has a lot of counter moves. Uh, you know, he just lacks the, you know, the ideal athleticism to be an all, a third, you know, an all downs pass rusher. You know, so that's why you got to kick him inside. Number 30 here, Green Bay Packers. Could go. They need receivers. They couldn't even go quarterback with Jordan Love, but he's gone. There's some talks, uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and give him Denzel Mims out of Baylor, a good tall receiver. You know, to go with uh, Devontae Adams. I feel like they've been needing to pair up Devontae Adams with another receiver for the longest time. Now they get one six three two oh six. You know. Has really decent hands, you know. Good at plucking the ball out of out of the air, you know. He's a he's a good at good. Uh, you know, he's not super buff like you would see, you know, on the outside receiver, but uh, he's very fluid, natural athlete. You know, he he's gonna be great in that offense with Aaron Rodgers. Now, the San Francisco 49ers back on the clock. They took who. They took a receiver earlier in this draft. They took uh, Henry Ruggs, the speedster out of Alabama. Here, this is another one I can see him trading out of. But to me, they need a corner. I'm giving him Jalen Johnson out of Utah. He's a guy I really like. Very, very instinctual. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a Richard Sherman. Now, I don't think he's going to be as good. He's not as tall as uh, Richard Sherman. He's six foot 190. But he's willing to take those chances. You know, he's he, he plays the ball very well. He'll take smart chances. Now, he's not one of those DBs who, you know, bites and, you know, takes dumb chances. He takes calculated risk. You know, he played on a really good defense there in Utah. Um, 
he's a really good he's a really good corner. I think he fits very well in that scheme, especially playing next to a Richard Sherman. And you saw how bad they needed corners because Kansas City kind of was playing with them there in that second half. You know, Richard Sherman showed his age a lot. Now to round off the first round at pick thirty two, the Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, could use a corner here too. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and give them. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give them DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. You know they kind of need a running back. You know Lashawn McCoy's not gonna be the answer. Um, you know. They just boost that offense, you know. Just go ahead and give them the offense, you know. So, you know, one of the best running backs in this draft, not my favorite running back in this draft, my my best running back, I think, is Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. He just does it all, but you're kind of worried about his, uh, his which, how much tires is left on, how much thread is left on the tires. You know, they use him a lot in Wisconsin. So, to go back over my picks, just number one, Joe Burrow. Number two, Chase Young out of Ohio State. Number three, Detroit, Jeff Okuda. Number four, uh, the Giants taking Mekhi Becton. Number five, Tua going to Miami. Number six, Herbert going to the Chargers. Isaiah Simmons at number seven going to the Panthers. Uh, number eight, the Arizona Cardinals taking Tristan Wirfs. Number nine, Derek Brown going to the Jags. Number ten, Jedrick Wills going to the Chicago, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Number eleven, Andrew Thomas going to the Jets. Number twelve, Jerry Judy going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Thirteen, Henry Ruggs going to San Francisco. Fourteen, Javon McKinlaw going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At fifteen, the Denver Broncos take C.D. Lamb. Number sixteen, my favorite, Atlanta Falcons taking C.J. Henderson. Uh, number 17, the Dallas Cowboys taking Caleb on chase on out of LSU. Number 18, Josh Jones going to Miami. Number 19, Christian Fulton going to Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders. Number 20, Xavier McKinney going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number 21, Justin Jefferson going to the Philadelphia Eagles. 22, Jeff Gladney going to the Minnesota Vikings. Number 23, Jordan Love going to the New England Patriots, number 24, Patrick Queen going to the New Orleans Saints, number 25, Yitos Gross Matos going to the Minnesota Vikings, number 26, Grant Delpit going to the Miami Dolphins, uh, number 27, Seattle Seahawks taking Caesar Ruiz, Caesar Ruiz. Uh, number 28, the Baltimore Ravens taking uh, linebacker Kenneth Murray, number 29, AJ Epinesa going to the Tennessee Titans, number 30, Green Bay Packers taking Denzel Mims, number 31, Jalen Johnson going to the San Francisco 49ers, and DeAndre Swift going 32 to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, that is my mock draft. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. This is my, you know, the first ever uh, edition of this show. Um, I hope to come to you again tomorrow to break down some of my favorite prospects and prospects coming in the draft. And then Thursday, doing an instant analysis of the first round, then Friday, the second and third round, and then Saturday and Sunday, doing the rest of them, giving my instant analysis 
um, and how it affects the next day and possibly, you know, some roster moves that could still be done, some veterans that could be cut. Uh, thank you guys for watching and hope y'all tune in next time. Thank you.